We dedicate this season to friend of the pod, Christian Salisbury, a life and talent taken from the herd way too early. He will be remembered for his speed and agility, but most of all, his smile and infectious enthusiasm. If you're able, go to the link in the description and donate to the Christian Salisbury Memorial Fund and help more kids like Christian find their way to professional football. Carry that rock in peace, my friend. You will be missed. Time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District, where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL. We are a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I'm Andrew, and thank you for joining us on YouTube this evening, or if you've downloaded the podcast, thank you for downloading the podcast. And uh, we really appreciate you tuning in to have some fun with us. Uh, make sure if you are on YouTube that you throw your questions in the chat down there. I'm guessing there will be a few uh, questions in there for us this evening. Uh, as once again, as we've titled the podcast, we get to talk about the never-ending story. Uh, I'm glad that you're all here uh, if you could do us a favor and just uh, share like comment do all of the things to uh, spread the good word of the turf district so that we can all hang out with more people that would be amazing and speaking of, t- of uh, hanging out with more people let's bring in the gang starting with super fan mike there they are fan day fan day yeah <laughs> best part of the weekend best part of the weekend <laughs> like and subscribe yeah no actually there's a there's a lot of good stuff that go on the weekend um there's about three hours of not so great, but there was, uh, you know, there was moments of good in the. No, there was, there was definitely some moments. We're, of good. we're and tonight we will we're be talking about them. To, we're going to be talking about them. We're also going to be talking about the fact that it wasn't all bad. I no, mean, it there, certainly wasn't. There was some, but it it, it wasn't all bad. So that no. that's the good part. We're going to find the silver lining. We are uh, also with us tonight is uh, Commissioner Kayla and her good friend the Crow. So welcome yeah. back, Kayla. <laughs> the name it. <laughs> what are we gonna name the crow? I don't oh. know. <laughs> That's Raven. Sorry. That's Raven. It's different. Yeah. Brandon. Exactly. Why? Brandon was oh, the crow. I'm kidding. I'm like, kidding. Says the guy that has a crow quote <laughs> yeah, tattooed on his arm. <laughs> exactly. Brandon the crow. I like this. Okay. So Brandon, it is. There it is. Kayla and Brandon joining us. How are you, Kamish? I'm not sure why. Okay. <laughs> I feel like there's like a haunting spirit and like there's Brandon because right. I can't believe I don't even know where the crow is I don't even like I barely hear it I don't know how you guys can pick up on it it's crazy he's Ghost uh, in the machine he really just enjoys talking about elks I guess who does there it? he is oh, yeah yeah <laughs> exactly oh okay. <laughs> uh, no, Leanne already called him Vernon the crow I don't know I, I don't like know. that better you like Vernon okay then let's actually go. Russell. No. Russell the crow. <laughs> that one took me a second, but I got there. there. Go. I got that is there. pretty good, actually. That is. Oh, shut the freaking. 
Now we got a dog. Boy, you got like a whole zoo coming to join us. It's a menagerie. It is. Um, It's it's so hot in here. I can't shut the window. Okay, that's fair. Um, So let's go. Let's talk about that fun day thing that you already talked about, super fan. Uh, Fan day on Saturday. Uh, That was a blast. Um, Fan day was great. yeah, go ahead, Mike. Just going to say, for those that uh, didn't attend last year, it was very similar. Uh, a little different last year. They had more um, games, like they had a dunk tank. Uh, yeah. You could, you know, throw some balls and dunk Odell Willis, which was a lot of fun. Um, it was more, I think, focused around different uh, segments of the team just doing their practices, all the the different uh, the groups. So you might have the offensive line doing a group, very similar to how a practice or training camp would have gone. Um, but the nice part was some of the alumnus and, and the injured people were on the field sort of beaking at those players. But uh, this year was still great. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, it. was a nice early start mm-hmm. and uh, the weather was beautiful uh, and just getting to see all the football family and friends and getting to talk to a lot of the players. Victor. Yeah. Uh, great yeah. chat with Victor. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, overall, I'm going to give that one a 12 out of 10. 12 out of 10. Wow. Yes. Okay. I, I did like this portion where we got these. That was cool as well. For that, the, uh, that is really, really little cool. Little right there. What what I should have done, and I don't know why I didn't think of this, is get some of the guys to sign that. Wouldn't that have been cool? That would have been a smart move, but did I? Nope. Nope. Didn't think of that. Yes, I was you got to go to practice. Yeah. I was a little in the zone there because I knew yeah. that we were going to get some time. And so I, right. I was rambling around on making sure that i got everything set up and kind of missed out on some of the other stuff but we got to give out an award we did we did <laughs> shannon brooks got his award which is amazing um and, and that was a really fun part too i just he was so appreciative yes and he he had fun with the fact that it was a big thumbs up like he was he, he wasn't like oh seriously like he he had fun with it, which I loved. Um, and, uh, and us, uh, you know, Hernan took a picture of us with him and that scene ended up, uh, right in the football, the game broadcast the next night, which was Apparently super so. cool. So, uh, uh, yeah. So somewhere, Mike, you now have a copy of us, uh, on a TSN game, which is, there neat. we go. That's kind of cool. Right. It's right during the third period. Or period. <laughs> well, I think there might be some hockey on right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's been a long day, hey, kid. It's been a long, it's been a long week. Yeah, and it's Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Um, What was your favorite part of Fan Day, Kayla? Um, I just liked wandering around and like running into people. So I hung out with Dave Campbell and his wife Jennifer and their two kids for a little bit. Um, hung out with our good friend Avery, who just got Mm -hmm. um his new new gig with the CFL, which is so dope. Um, my friend Matt was there. I got to hang out with Derek and his kids. Um, I know I'm missing somebody. Us. Awesome people. <laughs> we didn't plan that, and yet it was perfect, Mike. <laughs> That's why it's very forgettable. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, no, how's that wine? That's good. Or what is that? Now? It's whiskey for the is tummy. It? Oh, it's wine. Whiskey. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say it the right way. Sorry, Dave Jameson. I uh, did get to see Dave Jameson there. Too. That's yeah, that's, that's great. the other yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was uh, that was amazing. Um, so, 
yeah a, a successful fan day uh we got to talk to a bunch of people now yeah. uh part that um you may not know is that we did also talk to gino lewis and shockingly <laughs> mike's died <laughs> so we had no luck with gino's audio last week i don't know we are like cursed we will i promise you we will get a good interview with him and actually that one was hilarious because then he got right close to the camera it's like get your popcorn like it yeah. was it was so much fun um so we we will get a good one sorry gino uh, so i don't know. anyway all the rest turned out great though who they was did who was your favorite out of those that we talked to? I'll start with you, Kayla. I'm pretty sure I know your answer, but still, who was your favorite? Um, honestly, like I don't, I don't know. All they're all so nice, and like I mean, I think Taylor was the shyest one of them all. Right, that's just yeah. his natural personality for sure. Well, yeah, exactly. But it doesn't mean he wasn't nice. He was just shy. But all the other guys were just like so lively, and you know. I don't know. It was just, it was a good time. Yeah, absolutely. What about you? I mean, there was, like Kayla says, there was something great about all of them. Mm -hmm. I think the one I enjoyed the most, though, is probably Jamin Pelly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. He just seemed so much like a grown-up big kid about how excited he was, and especially about Fan Day and just how important it was to him as a kid uh, to be able to have contact with these for all intents and purposes, celebrities, right? These mm-hmm. are famous people in the city. And when you're a kid and you meet someone who is famous because people know that person's name, yeah, uh, it's a very exciting thing for her. And that was very cool to see him with that attitude. But I mean, obviously Kevin Brown was great. Dean Faithful was a scream. Uh, and and Dean Faithful, I we only put about four minutes of the yeah. close to 15 minute conversation we had with right. him. And it was outstanding. He was just really engaged um but so excited to have the opportunity and he kept saying that and i really really liked his mentality going into the game um and making the team all those types of things but yeah so i i really enjoyed that one and like you said mike uh, and and jamin has already uh twice since then uh either talk to me or message to say so when are we doing the pod so jamin all seemed very very pumped on coming on the show which is great yeah well we even so, had another player come up and ask us what this was all about that right was cool that and and that's cool right like they're we're starting to get to be able to tell their stories and that's right. the part mm-hmm. that i like and all of the plugs uh putting that plug uh little bit together that i posted out on instagram and right. stuff I, I was laughing the entire time I was putting it together. Like it was so much fun. Uh, yeah. The blow of the kiss, the, yeah. the guns, the, you know, one take Jake. It was yeah. amazing. Oh, that um, was pretty, that was funny actually. That, so it, uh, I was, yeah, we had a lot of fun with it and we'll try and use some of that stuff as the year goes on. So, uh, but if you want to catch all of those episodes or all of those interviews, uh, check out the SPEP episode on YouTube. Uh, I did post it on uh, Sunday morning, so it's all there. You can check it out and uh, and get connected with some of these guys because they're a riot. So it's absolutely. All right. Well, now we need to get into uh, maybe the thing that we kind of want to and not want to talk about the game, game recap. Well, yeah there's still oh, stuff before we uh, there is stuff before and we'll yeah we'll do that first uh so the tailgate fun yes was a blast was a blast um that was, was amazing a huge huge amount of people there and uh all of a bunch of our rider friends there 
um all the green all the shades uh all together having some uh having some drinks and some food uh, i i don't know what else to say it was awesome yeah yeah uh, i think doubling up the size i mean the last five years it's been 80 parking stalls mm-hmm. and this year it's 160 so you can imagine doubling up that space plus everyone seemed really excited about the game today um the, the the players were the fans were and it just seemed a really great energy i found uh across the place it was great to see a lot of people a lot of our friends now have parking stalls mm-hmm. at the tailgate so chad was there chris agar was there with a spot the wests have a spot yeah. um that hadn't had a spot before this year so that was kind of cool and, and several others as well so and and still were kind enough to come over and spend some time with us yeah absolutely awesome. and, and then go, get back to their spot so um no i I thought that was that, that's amazing. And just, you know, we got to sing happy birthday to yep. Carla's kids, which is awesome. And Kayla, you brought that lovely cake and Janelle brought a lot of cake. She was pretty oh. tailgating pretty early on, but it was still good. Uh, there was, you know, I, I, I thought it went really well. Absolutely. Now, next part that we have to talk about, uh, tough part, uh, the Salisbury Memorial that, yeah was one of the best videos I have seen uh, the Elks do and having the overlie of Christian's interview for when he made the team was so powerful. Um, I didn't get through it. I don't know about you guys, but I had a rough go getting through that for sure. Well, it's tough because people were cutting onions. um, Yes, it seemed to be wafting everywhere because there was not a lot of dry eyes there. Um, for me, watching um, Kevin Brown running out with that flag, oh. knowing what Christian meant to him. They were roommates, both of them having been on the show, talking about each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just felt that special bond they had. Um, and then going from there, seeing uh, Melissa and the rest of their family standing at uh, center field and then the memorial it was just i started trying to record it um and i just couldn't after a while it was just very emotional so yeah. uh very beautiful very well done and i hope that's something that uh, they do make available online for sure for everyone to see it uh, i've seen it on twitter already yeah so that's beautiful. a good thing um i think that actually i think they just posted it uh, like later it yesterday oh did they yeah. repost it again? okay they've okay posted a few tributes because they did one last like earlier this year a longer yeah. one and then they redid one again right. yeah but. um how is that one for you kayla Whoop. yeah okay yeah i figured um and uh it it yeah it it, it definitely hit us all um and uh and melissa i i i'm sorry we didn't get a chance to uh catch up with you i know it was obviously a very busy time for you here but uh of course all of our lugs love and hugs i tried to put it it together and say lugs love and hugs to you and the family of course so 100 um, so started off with that we're all okay and then we're all ready to play a game (laughs) and we're all like okay just hang on okay the coin toss now okay i'll find a way here we'll get through it um now elks drop another close one 17 to 13 at home. Uh, but what I don't know. Do you want to start with the bad or the good this time? 
Uh, let's get the bad out of the way. Let's There's get the a bad. Lot of yeah, because there is a lot of good that we can wrap up with. So, uh, so Kayla, let's start with you. What's the what was the 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 needs work part of this game for you? Oh man, I wrote down all my goods because I just felt like the bads are just going to be a pylon. <laughs> well, um, a couple of things I, we can still talk about. No, yeah. Uh, I just I think like the t. I don't know what it was after the half. It just seemed. Like the team kind of just were exhausted or lost it or just didn't have the energy and just didn't want to compete. Like there were bursts of um, success and awesomeness, but not a lot from one side of the ball. <laughs> but even still, on like the defense, I found there was lulls in there too where, you know, you had moments of greatness and all of a sudden it was like oh, sluggish, you know? It just didn't feel overly competitive mm, after okay. the second half. Um, but I mean, I think this is just, it's the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> How do you run the same play and essentially three times in a row on the one yard line? Okay. Yep. That, uh, yeah. How? How? Well, the, the other side of that coin is how, how do you not get a yard? <laughs> But yeah. um, well, that, like, there's just, it's, it's, you could, they, you could see they read that play from a mile away. Like there was no opening for Kyle Oxley at all. And like, was it the third down? He just like the, the one rider, um, I think it was a defensive lineman clearly read the play. Cause he was just like, like right into Kyle Oxley. Like he went nowhere. I'm just like, Oh, I watched that. I cut myself, emotionally cut myself because I think I watched that about six or seven times today. Yeah, just, like uh, just rewatching those three, I'm just like, I just don't get it. Oh, well, the other part for me, and and I'm just finding another angle on this too, is that usually they have no problem with getting that yard with no well, yeah, anywhere else. See, but they on, did it. They did it spot, during they, the game. They 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 struggled. <laughs> now I have a feeling that I know where Mike is going to go with this, so I, I'm just going to let might talk about well i just i have one I, one okay. more okay. yeah yeah. go ahead i i think um just on the offensive side cornelius and i think eugene lewis could have chemistry with anybody because he's just that great of a wide receiver so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but cornelius definitely looked like he had the weight on the weight of the world on his shoulders he looks so uncomfortable throughout mm. the game um and it's really sad but I, the chemistry between him and mitchell really struggled and i think Mitchell just struggled during this game. And I think I know why it was a very emotional day for him, especially yeah. mm -hmm. if you watch the interview, that's him yeah. at the end choking up. Yes. And that's what, yeah. So I, I don't know if that played a, a big factor, but yeah, it was just, it was sad to see these guys that you're so excited to, I know it's just game one, exactly. but with all the expectations and it just falls so flat. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, Mike. Uh, well, there's so much. There's a lot on the good side, but there's still a lot on the needs work side. We'll just call it that. Correct. Um, the one stat that stood out to me and you, uh, Paul Reckner, and I were talking about it during the game. Mm -hmm. uh, Edmondson went three of 17 on second down conversions. Yeah. You are not 22%. going to win a lot of games at three out of 17. That's was just, it Cornelius and like going into the fourth, like eight and twenty-two or something like that? 
Yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, he ended up 13 of 25 for 202 yards. One of play was half of that, more than 102. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, one so, of 102. Outside of that, he was 12 of 24 for 100 yards. One TD, well, two interceptions. And on that second down conversion uh, ratio we were talking about, four of those ones that they didn't complete were sacks. Correct. Because there was five sacks in the game. Four of them happened on second down. Yeah, but they don't count it as uh, incompletion if it's a sack, right? No, no, but I just meant, uh, sorry, I meant... um, I meant the conversion oh, second, down second, down. Yeah. second down conversion. They were, right. so it wasn't even like there was a, there was a chance to make a play. Right. They were getting, they were actually losing yards on second down instead and, of getting forward. Yeah. I mean, at one point in that fourth quarter, we were knocked out of field goal range by a sack Correct. and then followed up. Was it that before or after the three cracks from the one? Uh, no, that was right. It was right before because then we punted right. it. Then they had it at the, Right. Uh, or at the three or whatever. And then Niles intercepted it. Right. And here we go. We got the pass interference. We're right on the goal so line. And two drives that got inside the 30 and resulted in zero points. Right. So not so great. Yeah. I mean, anytime you hold an opponent at home to 17 points, you're winning that game. Right. Except when you don't. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think I kind of know yeah. where you're going to go with this. So I'll leave you that last <laughs> you think, one. You think? <laughs> Even with I've got it underlined on my notes and in like five different colors with 12 exclamation marks. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I'm going to go there. I, Groundhog I, Day. I, I don't understand. Yeah. Run the damn ball. Like, I don't know how many times that that needs to be said. Like, we have a guy who's averaging 5.5 yards per carry, and he only touched the ball 11 times in the game. And Put Brooks on at the same time. Get exactly. two guys in there. Uh, well, you don't know where it's going. Especially when we're talking about at the at the one yard line, like t- let one of those guys pound through the middle. Like obviously, or just put others. your bigger boys in there. Jamin Pelly, something. AC Leonard. Some of these. I mean, AC Leonard was a tight end. Like so, this is a guy that knows how to be on that line. Well, except for the fact, and you pointed this out, this out, Mike, in the second half, they had Grahovic in as like a tight end to give an extra blocking yeah. and there were still sacks happening. But I, yep. I don't understand because that's one of the things that we talked about before the season started was Kevin Brown and Shannon Brooks could be the strength of the offense. Mm-hmm. Not that Gina Lewis is bad. No, nope. Gene Lewis is amazing, and he and he made every dollar count <laughs> on Saturday with that big yeah. play. Um, the receivers are great, but Kevin Brown and Shannon Brooks can give them time to get the ball. And f- five carries in the first half. I, 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 I mean. I'm sure there was a reason and I, I, I would love to know it, but I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> that's my, that's my thing. And especially because I, I mean, I understand I'm partial to KB anyway, but when right. you, when he's going to be, you know, he's going to pound and, and get through there and then it doesn't happen. You're like, and, and when, especially when they're, it was obvious fairly early on that the sink wasn't quite there in the passing game. Right. So even on the shorter passes, Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're talking yeah. about a guy that did the, what, how many snaps in preseason? Mm-hmm. Three. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, nine, I guess, but yeah. Yeah. Not so, a lot of time to against the real opponent. Right. 
So and, it, that's... And, and we will repeat, it was game one. And it's not, this isn't a, we need to blow up the entire team no. and no. fire all the code. Like it, it is not, I've, although I've seen that reaction online, it is not that. It is, no. it, it's game one. It's a better team than we were 12 months ago. Uh, and the defense I thought played really I thought they played really well. I know what you're saying, Kayla. They're a bit sluggish, but I think in the second they're half, no, they, no, just, there was no, exactly. there, like, there was no offensive drives. We'd be two and out right. every time. So how yeah. do you? The defenses couldn't had no recovery time. So, yeah. well, that's what I was saying. Yeah. It's like there's like little like, oh my gosh, like here we go again. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Not us. Like the defense was right. like freaking oh, yeah. Yeah. on the field again. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So oh, that one was tough. And then the other one I know you want to say, so please say it. Penalties, penalties, penalties. Five penalties in the first 12 plays of the game. Chris Jones mentioned it right in the scrum after. Uh, Let's talk about getting five penalties in the first 12 plays of the game. Three of them that were accepted. And two of them were by our rookie defensive backs. Yes. Now, I think Kai Gray recovered. Right. And did get better as the game went on yes, and of course absolutely. had the big interception which was amazing um like i think he did get better um i i thought even bratton was was catching up to guys better in that second half right um but man you just can't you can't have that many penalties and uh, what was it in the end accepted penalties i think it was seven to five yeah um uh, for us and the riders and of course we got the uh the most bizarre penalty of the game um that was a new rule yes it is this year yep um the funniest part is he uh Ceresna somersaulted into tim croker yeah and croker was laughing yeah he was um and then someone reminded him no that's an automatic penalty you have to call it well and that's what i was hearing was that it came down like in his ear like you've yeah. Nope, that's a penalty. He could have avoided it and he, he could have avoided contact and he didn't. Now, it didn't end up hurting us because so. it was still third down. They were still punting. Yes. But but that punt that they kicked, that was the one that went out on like the one yard line or whatever. Yeah. And we moved the ball 10 yards forward. Right. So that yeah. so it did hurt us in a different way. Yeah. I mean, it was 10 yard difference. Yeah. Right. But I, I think that's, uh, but yeah. Anyway, I'm like, by the letter of the law, you're yep. right, but not the spirit. That is sure. not the spirit of the penalty. Yeah. And and yeah, like you said, the best part is as soon as Jake hit him, he like he's up and going, Oh, oh, I'm like I, I so like so sorry. And Croker's laughing. And you now I heard I can't remember where I heard this, but somebody said that when you watch the video when Croker gets up, he goes, Okay, yeah, that like it's not a penalty, whatever. And then the thing came in his ear and he had to throw the flag. That's like yeah. Oh my, it's crazy. Um, it is. It's, it makes me long for the days of of Andre Pru, where it's there was no penalty. It was an accident. <laughs> <didn't do> that. <laughs> I love that call. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The offense oh drew God. the defense off. Wait, what? Yeah. What happened here? Anyway. Uh, all right. Well, that's enough of this bad stuff. Let's talk about some good stuff. Absolutely, Commissioner. What do you got for positives in this game? lot so but i'll just condense it and i think the (laughs) thing that you and i talked about after the scrum was the one thing that i actually really really loved were was the kicking game like julian and faithful were on point 100 100%. 100%. 
those hang times that Julian was putting up and like the distance, like he was out kicking his coverage a bit. I don't think they're quite used to that, that hang time or that distance, but the, the, the hang time was unbelievable on some of those. They were skyrockets. I was really excited about it. (laughs) Absolutely. And I mean, like faithful nailed all his, all his conversions and field goals. And he also did a kickoff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and a, and a beautiful kickoff too. He did he did two kickoffs and had an average of almost <laughs> sixty nine yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the kicking game was like superb. Yeah, it was. It was very. Oh, good. oh, and then that the uh, the tackle by Faithful after um, right. Who was the who was the returner for the, the I don't know Alfred? the Riders team at all. Yeah, no, Alfred. Yeah. Like you could tell he was a soccer player because he just like came out of nowhere. <laughs> Like he just caught his ankles just a bit, but enough to, but I was just like, dang, I didn't know that was faithful actually until I just rewatched the game. <laughs> um, no, it's pretty good. But uh, yeah, I think um, lots like that. I think like we talked about before, like the defense shows promise. Like there are some flashes of brilliance in there. There's definitely vets that you can see. Um, I think my favorite player of the game, despite Eugene Lewis have, having that phenomenal TV. Um, was actually the hit by Purifoy. I think it was late in the second. And then the running back was like bounced off of him because you just saw Purifoy like come up the line and just boom. And yeah, the running back almost bounced off him, went around, and then um, AC Leonard was not having it. He just whipped around and stopped him. It was just like a beautifully executed play by two vets. And there's that was my favorite play of the game. I loved it. It was so good. Um, what else did I have? Yeah, I mean, like you guys have said before, why aren't we? Kevin Brown is a bloody tank. Like it's such a privilege to watch him, and rewatching this game and not actually being at the field, but watching it on TV and seeing it up close, just his mobility alone, mm-hmm. it is a thing of beauty to watch. So it's very irritating that hmm, they had someone who could actually get places and I didn't use them enough okay well we're, we're on the positive side now we've we've skipped no no that was positive <laughs> uh, he's a tank and he's a beauty yes. and we love the guy there they go that's lovely and then um some picks like that's great great yeah. new guy Niles Morgan like showing his worth why we have him why he was missed last year you know so all in all, like there's Miles Morgan's some... was acrobatic too. Yeah. <laughs> Heck of a catch. He had yeah. two, like he had an interception and then uh late in the fourth. Um, not an interception, but it's like a knockdown? Yeah, I think so. Or did he because he, he didn't intercept it, but it was a big play. Okay. Yeah, well, Niles two, makes he, big he, plays. He yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, and uh yeah, Eugene Lewis just uh, proving why he gets the big bucks. Absolutely, absolutely. Mike, do you have a, a different friend in your? <laughs> I just see swinging in front of your. Oh, I've just got some fruit flies or something <laughs> down here. Something happens. All right. Yeah. Uh, what do you got for uh, goods in this game? There, super fan. Over thirty-two thousand people in attendance. Perfect. Which is the best in a decade for a home opener. Love it. Absolutely fantastic. So to put it in perspective, um, before Chris Jones was here the first time. We haven't had this many people at a home opener. That's wow. impressive. Yeah, that is. So, I mean, since the first year of Mike Riley in 2013. Wow. Wow. That's, That's absolutely crazy. And we're talking 
great cup wins in that yeah. time and we yeah, haven't exactly. had that many people so yeah. um yeah i think that is absolutely great the pre-game atmosphere was fantastic i thought the in-game atmosphere was still very very good mm-hmm. um i liked they had new games in the stands they had the dice yeah game that was cool roll. that was some very cool stuff yeah um everyone around me seemed to be having a good time which i really enjoyed um even with you know all the other green that was in there no one seemed <laughs> to be getting out of hand Yep. Um, and it was just, I mean, it was 10, 10 at the half and everyone was in a, a still a fairly good mood. Great to see uh, Travis. Great to see uh, Marsha and Janice and all the regulars that were here, uh, that are here week after week, but just our, our football family getting together again and, and not being like, Oh God, what are we doing? Like happened way too often last year. So this year I found a lot more positives in that. Yeah. Um, like Kayla said, Gino Lewis, exactly as advertised, earning every penny he's making. What, um, a, what a jump ball. Like a lot of people, you know, said it should have been intercepted. And I'm like, no, that's a that's a 50-50 ball. It's a coin toss throw. And it's made for someone like Gino Lewis. And he shows why you have those kind of throws. Yes, because he says they aren't 50-50 balls when they come to Gino Lewis. They're 90-10 balls. Right. <laughs> and and when when he went up and came down with that and turned around, I'm like, he, there's no like he's gone. He jogged yeah. to the end zone. Yeah. It, was like, it was like, wow. Okay, you could do that every game. If you could do it twice, though, it probably helps. Just and I was you. shocked that the kicking game was the best phase of the three. Oh. I, I, I said was that expecting after the that? game. I said that to Christine Ashdown because we saw her after the game. Nice. And we were chatting with her. And I'm like, I. I don't know when the last time was that I could say that probably the best phase of the team was special teams. Right. Like, uh, Gotta have a little faith. Was, uh, absolutely. Are you full of faith? <laughs> Old faithful? Wait, what? Uh, oh, by the got, way, he's not 36 did, yet for people. We did talk to him. 36. We did talk to him after the game too. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, he's upset with the loss, but I said, Hey man, that, that 42 yarder he kicked, it could have been a 60. Like, yeah. That was a beautiful kick. So keep well, it up. He told us at uh, training camp or at training camp at uh, Fan Day yeah. that uh, he's kicked a 68 yarder in training. Yeah, in training. But um, yeah, 68 yarder. And I said that's six yards longer than the CFL record. So, yeah. so you can just do that. Again. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's uh, Vernon. Is that what we called him? Okay. No, Vernon, that's, Russell. That's, a, that's a magpie. And then oh. there's a cat. And the dog is barking at the cat and the magpie. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Oh, Kayla's fun farm. Yeah. Uh, okay. So okay, I'm just going to uh, mute for you. <laughs> did uh, all of the, I mean, you guys covered basically all of the, the good stuff in the game. I, uh, I, I was impressed with the noise too. Like the, the fact yeah. that because we had that many people, they were now granted i know there was a, there was a lot of the wrong shade of green that was cheering at the wrong well, time but there was lots tell of when the, the goal line stand there was a lot of rider fans there oh yeah absolutely absolutely so um it is uh yeah i i don't know i i just i liked being back in the stands sure i was upset with the outcome but um it wasn't 30 points <laughs> right like it was four right so it was a yeah. one score game and I think yeah. the front seven played a lot better than I was expecting. Okay. Um, with the changes we had made. I mean, at least the 
the linebacking core is the same as we oh. had last year for the majority of it when Niles mm-hmm. Morgan was healthy. Um, but that the front four, they certainly did quite well, I thought. Um, they certainly added a lot of pressure, if right. not adding up to those sacks. Um, against uh, an offensive line that is certainly more improved than it was last year. Last year, that was a terrible, terrible offensive line in Saskatchewan. And I think it's definitely been improved. Uh, So the fact that we were still getting used to each other and able to do that, I thought the defense as a whole played a lot better than I was expecting. Yeah, J-Min too. Like big tackle for a loss and then uh, a huge knockdown at the line on second down and short. So yeah. saw him after the game and told that was huge. And then he reminded me, I, when are we booking me on the podcast? I, I know, yeah. I know we'll get you on here. Jamie. Don't worry. Yeah. It's amazing. I can't wait. <laughs> so, good. Oh, I have one more positive. I forgot to show my new Excellent. crew. You guys oh, are yes. awesome. Your my section crew. is awesome. We're allowed. It's awesome. I was worried it was going to be a very boring section, but no, the guys in front of us were cheering behind us were cheering. Good. We were loud. So it was great. Fantastic. Excellent. That's good. I have a new guy that was sitting behind me that was uh, was interesting because he was explaining uh, a lot of the game uh, to, his, I'm assuming, girlfriend, possibly wife. I don't know. Um, but it just reminded me of when Nicole and I first started going to games. <laughs> it was like, oh, because he reacted just the way I did in those times when it doesn't matter. It's just negative about everything. Uh, when, when the team didn't do well and when it did well, I was great. And then, but then a play would happen and he was, oh yeah, actually this is what happens when you do that. And this is the way that plays out. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Next generation of, yep. of people coming in and, and learning. So, Love it. um, I guess it's a quasi positive that there will be some people that will be able to come back to the next game for free. And so maybe they will come back and it'll get better. Maybe. Yep. Right. That's like true. I, I, I know it's not a positive, but it is because it means if we can keep getting people there and the in game experience is good, people yeah. will want to come back for more. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I, I do like that part. So yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there's people that sort of made jokes at the beginning that it was like, I'm just going to buy a ticket for the first game and I'm going to see the whole season for free. Right. But what if they fall in love with the team, right? And right. they decide to be like, okay, you know what? It was a lot of fun and I can get tickets for, they were selling tickets for 17 bucks and that allows right. you to bring in up to two kids per adult. Right. Like, I see so, a movie for that. So Wait. if you can have $34 for a family of four. Right? Amazing. That is pretty fantastic. So I think that having people coming there, seeing the atmosphere that we had, even with a loss, could be uh, could be for you. And we were lucky with the rain. We just got a little yep. spit on a little bit, but but nothing big. So, yeah. Oh, it was great. It was very good that way. Uh, all right. Do we have any uh, uh, fan questions that we'll t- tackle a couple of them now and then we'll get I know there's a lot in there. Uh, there but is. We can tackle a couple of them now and then we'll get to more in overtime. But I just want For to sure. uh, try and, and uh, get a little bit in there. Uh, Cliffy D did say, guess the raccoons will be making an appearance at Shea Kayla soon. <laughs> uh, like the TV heart. show? Because that'd be awesome. That'd be, yeah. Is Cyril is Cyril Sneed coming? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna send you a picture later, Cliffy, because yeah. I may or may not already have raccoons in my yard. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Oh, trash bandits. Uh, uh Leanne asks, what was the favorite thing about Fan Day? And she said the interviews were awesome, by the way. 
Oh, thanks, Leanne. Yeah, they were they were a lot of fun. Uh, I th- I think for me, that was the actually giving Shannon that award was the f- f- most fun part for me because he was just truly happy about it and honored, and it yeah. was it was really a cool interaction. So I think that was my favorite part. What about you, Mike? Uh, I think just being able to start live seeing the game and the experiences like that through my son's eyes is getting every year just gets better and better. Um, seeing him at the rail, getting autographs, seeing when Trey Ford came up, when Dylan Mitchell mm. came up, um, and that was just a very excited look on his face. Uh, big shout out to my better half who was. Uh, while we were doing interviews, I looked over and she was corralling both of our kids. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, both yeah. of our groups of kids there. Um, Thomas did bring one of his little friends along with him from school uh, who wasn't going to be able to go because his parents couldn't make it. So we said we'd pick him up and take him. And he was having a great time and playing a lot with Riley and, hmm. and Nathan and everything else. So uh, just a lot of fun doing that. Uh, the interviews are always great. But mm-hmm. just seeing the excitement from the kids just really makes it extra special, I think. Absolutely. What about you, Kamish? Yeah, just being back in football, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's just, it feels really, really good to be home again. And, and and the fact that I did make a fool of myself in, certain of, in front of a certain someone is also a good thing. <laughs> okay, well, it's good. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Nope. Have some fun. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, let's get one more there, Mike. And sure. Then we'll, we'll uh, this is here. from Leanne with a shout out to Kyle. Okay. Uh, how did the first tailgate go? Did you have enough pierogies? Kyle says, is there ever enough pierogies? I think not. <laughs> uh, Kyle was there for the whole time, of course, and sitting. So we, we talked quite a bit at the tailgate, which is great. Yeah. Um, we ended up bringing, I think, uh, the large bags of pierogies. They were, I mean, yeah. they're frozen. We're not that Ukrainian, uh, or in my case, at <laughs> no. all. Um <laughs> No. So that ended up being those were five pound bags each, and there were three of them. So well, a three almost, and a half, I think, because you did yeah. two and I did one and a half, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. So we're like, talking fifteen pounds of pierogies, <laughs> and we sold out. They were gone, and they were all gone by about ten after four. Yeah. So absolutely. So so interesting though. Not not that I I want to run out of food when we have other people coming like i mm-hmm. i get that but there's only so much we can do help us out people uh we yeah. can only do so much um but what was kind of cool is we had a good half an hour where we could just visit before we had to take everything down yeah it was a lot and, like the preseason game yeah and usually we don't get that because we're serving right up to the last minute yeah um so i i i kind of liked that we had mm-hmm. a chance to just visit and then pack up at a reasonable pace and then get going uh the trick for me for next time is turn off the um uh the the, what's the power source thing called again the generator (laughs) generator yeah turn that off earlier because if you turn it off and then pick it up surprisingly the back of it is really hot yeah i don't doubt it it, when you're wearing shorts uh you it kind of burns the skin (laughs) So next time I will turn the generator off earlier. Yeah, next time we'll be needing the generator too. That's right. Because, well, we don't want to give it away. Tune Not in yet, next that's... week to find out what is coming at the tailgate on the 25th. Yep. So that's, that's our teaser. Let's just say there will be some more. There's going to be a bunch of new items on the menu this year. So yes. And we I should believe. have 
I think we have the graphics, graphics coming, coming out. Ooh, yeah, that'd be so Very exciting. Uh, all right, Superfan, you want to do some uh, Horde and Tell? Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, let's uh, switch to you. We're ready to go. Horde and Tell time. Outstanding. All right. So um, this is just a, a short one. Uh, I was lucky enough uh, running into somebody that uh, handed me a, a very cool photograph. Um, back in the 50s uh, and even before, the team started doing something called a green and gold game, which sort of carried on up until the 1980s, um, where you would have two teams, uh, both offense and defense, with the green team versus the gold team during a training camp and preseason. Um, and this is something he gave me, and this I think is very cool. Oh my, bring it down just a wee bit. There we go. Can Perfect. We see that? Yep. Oh my, I see Jackie Parker, I see Roly Miles. Right. So this is the 1956 gold team. Uh, that is wow. Earl Lindley, who's a halfback. Johnny Bright, of course, is a yeah. fullback. Someone named Jack Parker. Don't know if he made Ooh. the team or not. No. Um, this is Con Kelly. And uh, when I got it, I was actually just introduced to his daughter. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Who is um, uh, just a fantastic person as well. Her dad died when she was very young in, okay. in a tragically in a fire in Edmonton. Oh, my. Uh, this is about 40 years ago now. Um, and then this one here is Jimmy Decker, who didn't actually make the team. Okay. Uh, in the front, we got Wayne Johnson, uh, Roger Nelson, who is on the board mm -hmm. of honor, uh, Tom Morris, who did make the team that particular year, Verl Scott, who did not, Frank Anderson, known as Guts. Mm -hmm. uh, fun story about Frank <laughs> Anderson. His daughter as uh, a woman named Melody Anderson, and those of us of a certain vintage, she actually went to my high school, oh, um, wow. <laughs> was the lead female lead in a TV show called Manimal. Which was a oh, I know that fantastic show. show, and as well, he she was the female lead in Flash Gordon that came out in 19. Oh, that's amazing! So, yeah, that's Frank's daughter. Uh, that's Reed Henderson, who was with the team, and on the end is Bill Rocamp. Um, so that was kind of a cool idea. And just to put it a little extra something on there, this is the program from the Green and Gold game from 1956. So Wow. So this was originally pasted in a, a scrapbook. So unfortunately, it's been a little damaged uh, on there. Yeah. But you can sort of see all the information in there. Lots of ads for CJCA. I'm sure Brian Hall was excited. Yeah. Brian Hall was there and did write <laughs> about it. Um, he was a second year uh, sports guy in 1956. Wow. But you can see all the players on the, the two sides, the green and the gold side. So uh, the game was a tie, oddly enough. No. Um, no. Did not end in a win, but you know. The points didn't really matter when you're all uh, Edmonton players at the end of the day. So correct, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Oh man, that's that was super cool. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I was. I mean, just the guy handed me the pictures. Like, I don't know what this is. Do you want it? I'm like, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> it takes one look. Yeah. Mm, yep. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Do you have the green team? What? Yeah. No. What? No. Oh. Boo. Uh, <laughs> let's get to uh, let's get to uh, our not hoard and tell. We just did hoard and tell. Let's did hoard and get tell. to game preview. That's right. Yep. Uh, this week, the Elks travel to BC to face the one and O Lions uh, at BC Place. It's a five o'clock kickoff. Uh, I will be out in Vancouver for that game, hanging out with my good friend Tyler, and uh, we will be there to watch LL Cool J. I know, amazing. So. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm wondering though, if so, if, 
if the Elks win, can we, the next week's podcast is totally going to be called Don't Call It a Comeback, right? Oh, 100%. Okay, good. I just want to make sure we're on the same page on that. Okay, fantastic. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. So um, we saw BC did very well against Calgary last week. Uh, This is going to be a challenge. I know for you, it's a a heartbreaking one for you, Commissioner, because you're not really sure which side to cheer for. (laughs) I always know which side to cheer for, you lose. She wants Vernon Adams to have a great game and lose. And lose. Oh, yeah. I'm just not going to be disappointed with the outcome. Okay. Oh, that's the difference. Okay. I I totally, I said that wrong. All right. It is what it is. All right, so what are we uh, what are we watching in this game? Uh, what do you want to see in this game? We'll start with you, super fan. LL Cool J. That was right. <laughs> I mean, hello. Come on. Um, Going back to Cali. Come on. I now. want to. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, well, I, I'm not, but <laughs> I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. Uh, 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 I think everything we said in the needs to work on section is what we need to work on. So I'd like to see improvement in the using the run game more. It was a close game. There's mm-hmm. no reason we should have abandoned the run, and we had three rushing attempts in the th- fourth quarter. Right, like there's no way we should be abandoning that run, especially a run as powerful as we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and work on those penalties. Yeah, like come on. I hope to see uh, an improvement from Taylor Cornelius. I'd like to see him have a little more connection. We'll have had a full game under his belt now, mm-hmm. uh, and a full week of practice to work on it. So I, I expect to see a better completion percentage out of him for sure and make those second down conversions count. Well, I think the other part of that too, is even Taylor knows it was not as good, not his best game. Like well, when the that. coach said it's the worst game he's seen of him, I'd say that's, that's <laughs> well, hard to ignore. And, and he's right. Followed that with, he knows that, which he yes, did. absolutely. Yeah. So I can only go up. All right. Commissioner. Discipline and competition. Okay. That's what I want. I just, I want these guys to go out there and play a full four quarters and improvement. The wind for me is not an essential because it's not a home game. We're used to winning on the road. If we have to win, it's on the road. So I can hold off for a win. I just want to see improvements where it's needed. I want to see this team come together. I want to see them be competitive and I want to see them disciplined. Stop taking these stupid penalties. You're shooting yourselves in the foot and keep the kicking game. All right, that, those are all good ones. Uh, Is that for the kicking game or just maybe the kicker? Kicking game. <laughs> priorities, Mike. I have priorities now. Excellent. Win. Well, not win, but be better. Be better. Well, win, but you know win. What I mean. no, yeah, win. No, win. Win. Win is win is the. But you can only one. win if you're better. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. better than BC. Well, I don't know. We'll yeah, see. I think the defense is going to have a challenge this week. But if they take that step forward mm-hmm. um, from where they, they were even last week, I I'm excited about that. If they can, they're going to have a challenge in that secondary because mm-hmm. Vernon is very good at getting the ball down, and these are much more experienced receivers in comparison. Where you're talking about uh, Dominic Rhymes and and Hollins, um, you know, uh, Javon Katoy. There, yeah. there's there's bigger targets there. So we're, they're going to have a bit of a challenge, but uh, I saw that Chris Agar just put it in the chat, but the, the thing I'm going to be watching this week is the O-line. I, I think the O-line had a couple of really great plays. The one to Gino, they were, there was a great mm-hmm. play, um, but they had a lot where they struggled and five sacks against Saskatchewan. Now Saskatchewan has a good defensive line. Don't get yep. me wrong, but yeah. Five sacks and most of them coming off the right side. 
um, they we got to be a little bit stronger on that side and give Taylor some time so that he can. Now, some of the sacks were Taylor. He held onto the ball too long. Yeah, sure left side that definitely too. had some some problems. So, I I do want to. Uh, I mean, I don't want to, you know, throw it all on them, but they need to have a better game for sure. Um, that's and play calling can help that, right? If you have Absolutely. a lot of quick throws where it forces them to, or to... open the holes and run the ball. Yeah, that doesn't Neat. hurt. Yeah, but you already said that, so we already knew that part. So yeah, that's well, good. I'll be saying it all year. You don't, don't say. Go O line. Yeah. Uh, that's that's important. So uh, if you have a, uh, a prop bet you'd like to to go for the game, uh, throw it in the chat below. And uh, Mike's going to pick the prop bet this week because Kayla picked last week. So throw some ideas in there for us, and then we will talk about that. Uh, in the meantime, let's go to the rest of our fun pickums. Yes. How did we do last week? I went two for two. I'm trying to remember how I did last week. I think you also went two for two. Did you not? Because well, you picked, I picked us. <laughs> you picked Montreal. You picked Winnipeg. Yep. And did you? And you picked Calgary because you said home team for all yep. of them. So right. you went two for two as well. Yep. Uh, and then I think Kayla, you had Ottawa, right? Yes. Did you pick BC? You did pick BC to beat Calgary, though. I think so. I think you went two and two as well. Yeah. No, I think I did. I I don't remember. Pretty sure you did. Traumatic last year or last week. Yeah, it was almost the perfect weekend. Calgary and Saskatchewan lost, and we won. I mean, if we if that would have happened, it would have. And Levi lost as as well. Like yes, I know. That would have been beautiful. Anyway, whatever. Um. Okay. So let's. uh, Um. Yeah. So we start with two and two, all the same. So that's good. Yeah. This week's games, uh, starting in on Thursday night. Calgary is in the nation's capital to take on Ottawa. Commissioner, who you got? Oh, if Holy Mazzoli was in, I would go for a little underdog, but I don't think Calgary's going to be beating this one. So I got to pick them. Fair. Mike? Away team. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to do that. Yeah, I... I, I think Calgary is going to have a bounce back game. There are some injuries, though, so it wouldn't really mm-hmm. surprise me to see a bit of an upset there to mm. see the home team winning because uh, when Kadeem Carey is in a walking boot, yeah, uh, that is not very helpful. And a couple other of their starters are going to be game time decisions. So, Ooh. I mean, yep. that is a big piece of their offense. 100%. And I'm not sure that Jake Mayer is... No pee. Yeah. I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Kayla. Uh, I don't think uh, Mayer is necessarily uh, at his, his mid-season form. Let's just say it that way. Yeah. Uh, whatever that is. Um, I'm just not a huge, not a huge believer of him yet. Uh, he's going to need to show me. Sorry, the way that you, uh, it's like I don't want to say anything bad, but I don't want to really say anything good either. Yeah, well, that's easy. That's yep, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with away team as well. I, I, I just think, I mean, uh, I, I, I want to like Arbuckle as a quarterback, but I like him as a person. I absolutely a hundred percent hundo p as yeah. a person. But as uh, he said, he struggles as a quarterback. So I, I don't know. I think I'm going to say um, I'm going to say away team on that one. All right, next one. Winnipeg rolls in to Saskatchewan to play in the rectangle. Who you got, Superfan Mike? Can they both lose? I, 
preferably, but that'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think Saskatchewan is still at sort of up and down game. I think this was a very good game for Trevor Harris. Mm-hmm. He had that. He had a couple of running first downs, which he's not exactly known for. No, um, but as we well know, and so do our our compatriots at the Alouettes Flight Deck, you get a lot of good Trevor, bad Trevor, good Trevor, bad Trevor. This was a good Trevor game. I think we're going to see a not a great Trevor game, and that front four of winnipeg is still pretty ferocious so i think this is going to be a uh, at least two score win by the the blue bombers oh wow okay uh i am picking the blue bombers as well there uh there was word out of saskatchewan today that mason fine was taking the first team reps because trevor harris did he was but harris moved back into it so well we'll see if he's not 100 percent. so yeah uh, he's not hundo p no so there's a Winnipeg. jersey right there. Hundo Not P. Hundo P. <laughs> Just Hundo P. <laughs> Hashtag Hundo P. Like Morley says. Yeah. Be like Morley. Uh, okay, Commissioner, who you got? Yeah, Winnipeg. Okay. They need to win because uh, my fantasy is like basically surviving <laughs> off of Winnipeg right now. Uh, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, my fantasy got beat up when Kadeem Carey got taken off for a boot, and then they didn't use Kevin Brown. Right. Really? Well, I did. I think Kevin, I just not enough. Kevin Brown got me a lot of points. Did he? Yeah, he was my captain. Oh, that's why. Um, okay. Captain yeah. my captain. I finished like 13 out of 16. It was not a good week. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Last game. Hamilton is traveling to Toronto to play at BMO Field. Uh, Hamilton, uh, you know, kind of licking their wounds after last week. Uh, although they did make a game of it in the second half. Uh, Toronto is opening at home. Uh even with Chad Kelly, I'm going to say Toronto wins this game. I don't think it'll happen for many weeks, but I think I I don't know. I think Toronto pulls this one out. So, Commissioner? Yeah, this is the one game that I struggled with actually picking. I kept going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Just because we know what Mitchell can do when he wants to do it. I just hope he doesn't. I hope he's, like, done. No, like, <laughs> all the best to you outside of football, but... <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, But I... I'm. I'm pretty sure I picked Toronto to win this one as well. All right. I'm ready for Mike to go against both of us. I really struggled with this game because I don't know, because this is going to be Toronto's season opener. They didn't play last week. So we don't really know what Chad Kelly's going to bring. I mean, he's played a few minutes, like, you know, a quarter and a half of a a Grey Cup game, and that's kind of it. So what's going to happen when he faces some sort of, you know, if things just aren't working? Is he going to be able to work out of that? So I don't really know. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, I did go with the home team in this one, but it's not going to surprise me at all to see Hamilton take it out. And I might change my pick four more times between now and game day. Fair, yeah. Once we see, uh, once we figure (laughs) out what the uh, um, what the depth chart looks like, I I may float on that. But for now, I'm I'm going to go Toronto. My battery's on desk door. I'll be right back. I got to go get my plug. Okay, sure. Okay. Uh, Plugged. What are you um, laughing at, Superfan? Uh, Cliffy D also <laughs> hopes that both of them lose. Oh, yeah. Well, that's fair. We know yeah. that feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it'd be great if all three Eastern teams could lose. That would help Montreal a lot. They'd be in first. They'd be correct. Yeah. Um, all right. Prop bet time. What do we uh, have in the chats? We had a few in there. Um, Leanne says, uh, Prop bet, how long is Taylor in before Kai takes over? 
Chris Ooh. Agar says uh, EE sacks allowed. Ooh, uh, Derek Mapstone says over under for passing yards by Cornelius. Oof. Okay, then. Those are some interesting options. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Which one do you want to pick there, super fan? Oh, am I picking this one? Right. You are picking this one. Yeah, I get to pick next week. So I don't like necessarily picking that Taylor is going to get pulled. Yeah, I, I, that's a little negative for me. I yeah, think. I just, I mean, I it's not necessarily going to surprise me um, mm -hmm. if it happens. Um, it depends on Jones if he starts feeling no. And and again, he could get pulled for one series just so we can swatch from the sidelines, right? Right. Um, so I'm going to go with one of the other two, both the offensive line and the uh, Taylor Cornelius both have something to prove after the last week. Mm -hmm. uh, both underperformed, I thought. So... I'm going to go with sacks allowed. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, Cause that's the harder one of the two. I think passing yards, you could just throw a number out and kind of hope, but yeah, sacks allowed. We allowed five in the last game. We sure did. Yeah. And, How many and that front BC, um, Matthew bets. It's making, making some noise again. About um, the guy that didn't sign him. Uh, yep. Correct. So and who knows? Maybe they'll sign Kwaku. Uh, you know what? Uh, so uh, let's talk about that for just 30 seconds. I saw that Quaku got released. Of course, I would love Quaku to be back here because I love Quaku and I would love to have him back yeah. on the show and, and, and enjoy the conversation and all those things. I, I just doubt it because I, I he, he's not the, the frame size or style of play that Chris Jones wants on a corner. Yeah. Or I on mean, and yeah, but so, Jake Serezna, right? It's another big dude that's now playing on that end spot. Right. I just think that for the price he's going to command, or at least want, yes. I just don't see him fitting in there. Right. And if Hamilton released him, and he's the that's the team that's been seems to be loading up. Mm -hmm. um, so, right, so then I worry is he still is trying to recover from that injury, possibly? Right. That's, that's likely why still. they would have released. Yeah. He was a healthy scratch, healthy scratch yeah. in the last game, right? So. Yeah. So my and, ready, maybe yeah. Calgary, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, possibly. No. Yeah. It's tough enough with Mike Moore going there. I don't want maybe. to see Mike go there too. But maybe. yeah, but Mike Moore retired, so he's not playing. But so then he unretired. Good. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. It was oh, announced that, that he unretired and signed with Calgary. I did not see um, him on the list, so I'm I not didn't sure where you'd be. Either. But yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, maybe yeah, Quaku could end up in BC as well. I can see maybe, but anyway, uh, I see Ken saying the Lions have a much better D line than Sask. I don't know if I'd go that far. I think Sask's front four is pretty good, especially yeah. with Robertson on one side who had kind of a field day. They have a lot um, of Canadians on that D on that front four in BC. Yeah, that's very true. So, all right, so Sacks allowed. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna set the line at three and a half. Interesting. So, Commissioner, are you going over or under? Over. Mike? I'm going to go under. I think that they are going to switch things up a bit and hopefully involve the running game more and maybe the short passing game more. Mm -hmm. I found that Cornelius's best plays were was when he rolled out and he only had half that field to sort of focus on. Right. And just moving that target made it so he would outrun these much heavier guys mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that are chasing him. I yeah. think you do more of that and you're going to get less sacks 
you start having that shorting that that short passing game they're not going to be quite as aggressive especially if you start doing screen plays there's so many things you can do to counter an aggressive front four front seven yeah as long as our offensive team does that i think that they're not going to have an opportunity to sack more than that so i'm going to say not a lot under i'll say three sacks but uh yeah we'll see that's where i was landing so i probably should have said two and a half but i'll say just under so commissioner's going over okay fair enough um and uh and we all got right uh no who said winnipeg was gonna have the highest attendance last week was not me uh kayla all right so yeah we, otherwise we i said because it was the scotch when we would and there we did Okay. Did they sell out? Did they sell out? No, no, they didn't sell out. I don't think. No, but, but they were just, they were they were twenty nine thousand, and we were thirty two. Uh-huh. So and they yeah. seat over thirty. So yeah. So there we go. That's that's the thing. We're number one. Yay! Yippee! Okay. Uh, so fantasy CFPN fantasy pool. Uh, Mike, you won because you were playing Cooper Trooper again. <laughs> I've never lost him. It's like so funny. It's like, it's amazing. I uh, thought for sure I was losing. I oh, made yeah. my picks and I'm like, oh, I've made some bad picks. Yeah. But uh, Dembski. Yeah, that's, guy. that's the, that was a trigger. That was a good one. Yeah, um, that was a good pick for me. So Kayla and I are unfortunately on the losing end. We are 0-1 so far. Uh, Kamish, this week you get Steph from Ghost Stamps Go. So that's, that's a good fun battle. My babe and I, oh yeah, we'll uh, we'll duke it out. Absolutely. We both we both suck, so it's gonna be great. <laughs> Battle of the pod ladies. That's right. Oh, yeah. I love it. I didn't uh, okay, but I didn't I fell like middle of the road in our you bed, did. like our pod. I thought I you like, did well. That was okay. Thank you again, Winnipeg, because all my others were trash. Calgary, yeah. you suck. I hate that you completely ruined my Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I cannot believe I took out Dominic Rhymes. Like, I cannot. Cool. Believe I oh, yeah. So did I. I had Rhymes at one point, and I'm like, oh, let's put some other people in there. Yeah. That's, that was so expensive. I get it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, right now, uh, I my lineup I have preset for this week landed with zero dollars in my budget. Wow. I actually got one together that has zero dollars. So we'll see. See I'm waiting until the uh, the depth charts come out. Yeah, well, that's like I said. It might change like three times until then. But for the pre one that I set, just in case I forget, because I'm going to be busy. You got any tips for anyone out there? Like, uh, why would player? I, I keep losing? I keep losing. <laughs> no, actually, you know what? Here's the player that I will give for this week is Hollins out of BC. I think he he really impressed against Calgary, right? And he's going to go up against some rookie backfield I, I don't know i i think he had two giant catches uh in that game i think he ended with uh 60 some odd yards but if Super. if you try to key on rhymes he's the next guy so i think he's gonna he's gonna rack up some catches in there so nice. that'd be I'm one that i suggest agadosi carlton agadosi mm. i don't know he how many targets one, he's gonna get yeah he only had one catch but he's playing in Lawler's spot because Lawler's away for the next week mm. okay so. and i think that he'll i mean he had one catch for 40 yards yes i mean yeah. he certainly has the ability so i think that he might be someone because he's a lot cheaper and he's, he's playing a, in that spot he's eight eight grand i think so was he yeah yeah i think that would be 
amazing um so that that could be interesting how that goes um uh now for this week you get oz from uh rouge white and blue and i get joe from rouge white and blue so after joe beat up on kayla now he gets to beat up on me he's he had the top score in the entire round so he's running through the turf district right now yeah great uh fantastic anyway lots of fun so follow all those great shows uh, and follow along with the fantasy pool Ah, uh, well, this is fun, my friends, uh, getting to talk right. some football. Uh, before we uh, go to our own plugs, let's plug our friends at Pay It Forward with Football, yes. uh, who continue to spread kindness, and they're such wonderful people, and then we got to see them at Fan Day 2, and of course, they uh, did come out to the tailgate, so follow them along and, uh, and join in all the great things that they are doing. Uh, where do we find all of you guys online? Let's start with you, Commissioner. On Twitter at Duchess Lombardi is where you can find me. Fantastic. Super fan. Uh, you can find me at almost all of the socials under the same names. I'm at 56 Parkies, and the History and Horde segments are at E-D-M-H-I-S-T-O-R-E-E. Wonderful. And you can find me at Free Palicious and of course the show at the Turf District. Uh, that's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course TikTok, which I did post the uh, little plugs video Hi. on there because I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, so make sure that you were doing that. Uh, also, um, you can catch my musings over at Three Down Nation after the games. Uh, thank you to everyone who's taken great a couple of minutes to read them and to comment and to. Um, you know, reach out to me to say that they enjoyed it. I, I really appreciate it. I, I didn't expect a whole lot, but I appreciate you taking the time. So uh, that was that was awesome. Uh, now, if you're on YouTube Live, stick around because overtime is coming and we will go through the other massive questions that are in the chat and uh, and get to those. Otherwise, we will be back next Tuesday night. Uh, we will be finding a guest to join us and we will talk about our win in BC, right? Absolutely. I hope you're go back and watch YouTube just for Kayla's expression. It's outstanding. <laughs> that's her absolutely no. face. Uh, no, com- no comment. No that's comment. what I, I it totally looked like the absolutely face. That's hello, I, cool J. That's what I was. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. Okay. <laughs> oh my. All right. Uh for Commissioner Kayla and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face, and we will absolutely talk to you next week. <laughs>